Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Dress Me Up. I'm Krista and this is Nicole. Hi. (laughs) And we are your hosts for this brand new um, podcast, which is all about fashion tips for the everyday woman. Whether you are a mom or a professional or a grandma or a student, um, our goal for you is to look your best so that you can do your best and feel your best in whatever you find yourself doing. And our first episode today is going to be all about wardrobe essentials. And um, like I said, my name's Krista, and a little bit of background, I am a mother of seven, and my youngest is six months, and my oldest is 14, and I have a passion for fashion, and I've always loved... Passion for fashion. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that was awesome. (laughs) No, um, but really, I do. And um, I have a history of wardrobe, wardrobe consulting and helping women to really just put their um, wardrobe into the best order so that they can have only what they love in their closets and um, do what they need to do on an everyday basis. And I live in Southern California with my husband and we are currently adding on to our house, trying to make it bigger for our big family. And I'm happy to be here with Nicole. Yes. And I'm happy to be here with yeah. you, Krista. Um, I'm Nicole. We have six kids. We've lived in Southern California for, this is going on our fourth year. We moved here from Northern California. So I have a little more of an understanding of the seasons. <laughs> or lack <laughs> thereof. people from the East Coast probably think that's really stupid that I would even say that. Um, I also have done some... Uh, fashion consulting. I, um, a few years ago, uh, before my six was born, so I guess like more like eight or nine years ago, um, I, uh, studied under Mary Sheen Warren in the, I, with the ISY Institute. Um, so I've done one-on-one consulting, but my, um, passion was more, uh, giving talks to, um, mothers and to students, uh, about fashion and sometimes about fashion modesty and, so anyways, we wanted to combine our efforts to put together this podcast to, um, you know, answer all those questions because a lot of times there would be sort of like these hushed questions that people would ask us sort of secretly, um, you know, wanting to know, you know, can I wear these kind of jeans <laughs> or what do you think about this new trend or something like that. And um, and we just really, yeah, just want to help um, others to feel good about themselves and to look good so they can stop thinking about it and stop obsessing over it. Yeah, and another, I think another goal of this podcast really for both of us was, you know, we've, we've done a lot of consulting for different women's closets, but um, we also know a lot of people who it's not always in the budget to put money towards having someone come over and go through everything in your closet and help you to have an amazing um, system going on. And so we really want to make that accessible to anyone who needs it and, um, and all women really do. Um, and it's not, it's not something that only should be available for those who have extra cash. Right. I think that's a, I think that's a really good point because it's true. A lot of times, the people who maybe want it and need it the most are the people who don't have the funds to spend on something like that. But they're also the women who maybe also don't want to spend that money on themselves because they're just such generous and selfless women. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but they deserve it just as much as anybody else. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, And I have six kids, um, so Krista's already beating me there. Um, My oldest (laughs) is almost 21, and my youngest is seven. So, yeah, we're happy to be here. We've got some college kids. Yeah, it's a different stages. Mm -hmm. All right, so... Our, our subject today that we're talking about is uh, wardrobe essentials. And so what do you want to say about that? What were you going to say about that? Um, so I, I, when I think of the wardrobe essentials, I sort of think of like what is – well, so first the first thing I always think about is those lists that you find online. And the, the lists always kind of tend to have sort of the same things, like a good pair of jeans, your little black dress, ballet flats, like all those kinds of things. Um, and I think sometimes like I personally have been too much of a literalist in that in the past and like got a trench coat, like exactly like Ingrid Bergman type of trench coat, which is a color (laughs) that looks horrible on me. And yet I've bought that multiple times, but, um, you know, I think it's more than on sale. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Um, but I think the idea is more just sort of what is the backbone of your wardrobe? So what are those items that are sort of the ones that you go to all the time on a regular basis, the pieces that are the fundamentals for everything else, the things that you can build off of. Um, mm-hmm. I like to think of it as like if this piece was not there, I would have to replace it. Sometimes like something doesn't fit anymore or you don't need it anymore or it's got a stain or whatever and you don't really miss it. But I'm thinking of those things that if this stopped fitting or if it you spilled tomato sauce all over it, you would need to get it replaced That's right. pretty quickly. That's right. Yeah, I like to think of essentials kind of like, um, you know, when you're cooking in the kitchen, if you have all the right basics in your kitchen on hand at all times, like, for example, garlic, chicken broth, you know, stewed tomatoes, salt, pepper, um, you know, butter, bacon, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then you have the basics for making any other ingredients even better. So um, those are stocked at all times. And then you can add whatever, you know, special items you want periodically and change it up. But those things will always um, be there to add the right flavor. Right. I think that's a good point. Mm-hmm. So, um, Krista, why don't you go ahead and start by telling us some of your wardrobe essentials. Okay. So, yeah, we kind of split them up so that we could both... Um, talk about our favorite ones. And um, for me, I absolutely always think that an essential is a, a white blouse of some kind. There's, you know, a poplin white blouse or um, just a basic collared blouse with buttons or even a blouse with no buttons um, that you can wear, you know, with a, a great skirt, a jean skirt, a flowered skirt, um, a black skirt, a maxi skirt, a shorter skirt, jeans, um, black pants. That's one of your basics that if you have it in your closet and you're not sure what to wear, you can always grab that. Um, You can dress it up or dress it down. And for me, I've found really great ones actually over the years. Probably my favorite ones have been from Old Navy. Um, And they do need to be replaced, you know, every once, you know, a couple of years or it just depends on the fabric. But, um, I have really found great ones from Old Navy and also Target sometimes. Um, And the one that I have now I love because of the sleeves. They're kind of more puffy and they have a little cinching um, near the elbow and they just have a little bit of a more feminine touch to it. And they also have buttons, which when I'm nursing, have a nursing baby, that's a a must for me. Mm -hmm. 
I think that's a nice thing too about getting something like that at a place like Old Navy because like the puffy sleeves are very in right now. Mm -hmm. So, um, and a white button down shirt is going to be something that isn't going to maybe last you for years and years. So it's a good idea to get it somewhere like Old Navy where you're not breaking the bank to get this shirt. Yeah. And actually that's how I feel about most of my clothes. Um, unless they're, you know, it's a really expensive item, but I tend to not have the budget to buy more expensive things, but I also kind of like to buy just more um, not as expensive items because I feel like I'm not going to like it for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So it's okay if it only lasts for two. Um, and, okay, so my next item is a great cardigan. And I'm not talking about, like, you know, the cardigan you wear to work that matches with the sweater shirt underneath. I'm just talking about like a great basic cardigan. It can be a long one or, you know, one that hits just below the hip or I guess even a short one um, would work too. I just, I'm not talking about like a sweater set. I'm just talking about a cardigan that you could use almost like an accessory for any outfit. Like you're leaving, it's a little chilly. You have jeans and a t-shirt on. Great. It'll go with that you're leaving it's a little chilly you have a dress on that's a more casual dress great it'll go with that too um so you want to if for it to be an essential I really think you'd have to pick it out in a more um you know neutral tone so like maybe beige or gray or white or even black depending on what your color palette is in your wardrobe so that it will really go with everything um, and I have found great ones at Ann Taylor Loft, um, with Lou and Gray, which is in Ann Taylor Loft. Um, also Target and Old Navy have great essentials like that. Okay. So my third one would be a dress coat. Sorry. That's my little sweet baby in the background. Our little coat anchor. Um, a dress coat. And this is something that even where we live, which is in Southern California, mm-hmm. and it's not very, um, oh, did you want to say hi? Mm. Where it's not very cold, um, in the winter, it is going to be kind of cold at night. So if you're wearing a nice dress, if you're going out to dinner or to a party, and you don't have a nice dress coat that's warm, it's really going to make your outfit look not quite as, as dressed up and um, more frumpy and you won't feel as good so Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to invest a little bit in um, a dress coat that you're going to feel like you're going to want for a few years you Mm -hmm. know and keep and we'll go with a lot of dresses yeah yeah and I think the nice thing I mean for me when I what I love about um, a dress coat also is it can also be a real statement piece Mm -hmm. Um, so for me I my dress coat is kind of a, a workhorse in the fall and winter um, because I'll also wear, like if I'm going out and I just have jeans and like a plain shirt on, mm-hmm. it's something that can really tie an outfit together and make it really kind of pop as yeah. opposed to just like, oh, look at that. She's got jeans and a drop on. Yeah. It can instantly kind of dress it up a little right. bit. Yeah. And I think it's different from a cardigan where that needs to be sort of more of a neutral. Um, but yeah, a dress coat can be sort of a statement piece in its own. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. That's a good point. Okay, and my last one is jeans. And jeans, I've always been a jeans girl, and I think really having a great pair of jeans is so important because they're, they, I wear them so much, and um, you can dress them up or dress them down, 
And as a mom, it's, you know, something that's really comfortable. But if you have the right jeans that look really right on your body, you know, you can feel great all the time. Mm-hmm. So would you say the jeans are sort of the your more of your investment piece, or what would you say? Yes, I mean for me, if I because jeans are harder for me to find because I'm petite and I've just you know it's kind of like a hunt. I'm sure all women feel this way about jeans. Um, when I find some that I really like and fit me well, I will I will invest money that I wouldn't necessarily spend on something else. Yeah. Um, and I have found that Banana Republic jeans fit me really well. Um, the petite size, and I will get them when they're 40% off, or I found them at thrift stores. and um, But, yeah, that's definitely something that is more of an investment piece for me. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the great things about um, <clears throat> that style right now, of sort of like the cut-off, sort of rough-edge look of the jeans yeah. right now. Because I've had to have, I, I, I agree, I think jeans are sort of an investment piece, and it's something that you're going to spend a little bit more on. But it's such a pain to like have to spend that money and then also get them hemmed. So it's yeah. so great to be able to just take a pair of scissors to those jeans and oh, just yeah. kind of cut them up a little <laughs> bit and make them fit. Because we're both, both I, I'm only 5'3". How tall are you? I'm 5'2". Oh, wow. So I'm really tall compared to you. Yeah. Well, you're kind of like, if you got petite in right. length, it would probably be too short. Yeah, I'm sort of in that awkward yeah. stage where like petite is a little short for me, but mm-hmm. the regular length is too long. So it's tricky, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I agree. I think the jeans are a good investment piece. Mm-hmm. And where do you find jeans usually? Um, mostly I go for my jeans at the Nordstrom Anniversary Sale. That's okay. when I usually try to get a pair of jeans if I need a pair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a couple of different brands that I really like. Um, I love um, Citizens of Humanity. They have great jeans. Um, Five for All Mankind is another one that I really like. Um I, I, but you know, I've also, I just recently actually got a pair of jeans, um, from Banana Republic also that are kind of more dressy jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really love those too. And, uh, it's funny cause I feel like dressy jeans, I, um, I'm maybe a little bit less picky about because it's going to be, it's kind of more of like a, a fun style that is not going to be, um, something that I'm, I have such high expectations for. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm willing for it to be a little bit more of kind of, um, I don't know, sort of more of a, um, I'm, 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 I think I'm not as critical of the jeans mm. when they're the dressier jeans. Um, I don't know what you think about that. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends <clears throat> on the, um, yeah, I think it's great to have a dressy pair yeah. and a not so dressy pair. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm always critical of my jeans, even if they're dressy because I just want them to fit really well. But, um, yeah. Mm. Um, so, your turn. Okay. <laughs> so, um, my first item is a blazer. And um, I think a couple of years ago, I would not have been as convicted about the blazer as a wardrobe essential. But um, uh, I purchased a sort of an, a silk blazer from um, the Nordstrom Anniversary Sale last year. Um, it's a black silk blazer. Uh, it's Vince. It's right, it's right below the hip. So, which is sort of my problem area. So I really love it because it's very slimming and 
it's just, especially in this climate, it, it's something that I can wear when it's a little bit warm. It's something that keeps me warm if it's a little bit chilly. Um, it's a great piece to have on the plane. Like sometimes when we fly, we're, you know, I want to be comfortable on the plane, but I also have to go straight from the airplane to something with my husband. Um, so it's a nice way to just sort of have something that can just sort of dress up my more kind of casual, comfy outfit that I have on the airplane. Uh, I think it's also a, a great black blazer is, is nice also because I think that, um, it's great for going out at night too. It can sort of instantly give you that kind of cool tuxedo look that, um, I think looks really great on women. So it's a, um, a piece that I, I really love, uh, and I wear all the time. Um, the second item is, um, the ballet flats, uh, and I, I've taken that piece pretty literally in the past, um, where I would literally get a pair of, of flats that I would replace on a regular basis that looked like ballet flats, like they were nude flats. And I loved those shoes. They were really beautiful, really well made. Um, but my daughter recently went off to college and kind of guilted me into giving them to her. And I realized that, um... Again, like I'm too much of a literalist and I don't need to have literally a, ball a ballet flat on my foot to fit that, that category. But I realized that really the ballet flat is just basically something that's going to be sort of like a flat that can go with everything. So mm -hmm. um, one of the pairs that I have has sort of like this cool gold clasp on it. Um, I, I tend right now to really be into mules. Mm -hmm. So mule flats, I think, are so great because they're just so easy to just slide in and out of. Um, and I think that it's something that I think a, a, a nice slim mule can look good with an A-line skirt. It can look great with jeans. It can be something that is great for just kind of, you know, going around and doing your errands or whatever, but it's easy to kick off when you get home too. And I think my mules are, um, clogs. <laughs> I love That's clogs. your ballet flat. Yeah, that's my ballet flat. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the thing is the ballet flat is going to be something that's kind of your comfortable everyday, um, but not sneakers, like kind of your dressier flat or, you know, low heel, whatever that, that mm -hmm. looks like for you. Um, and then my next uh, item would be the uh, stripe button down. So I'm, I've always, I think ever since I started having kids, white just freaks me out. I'm always scared I'm going to spill something on it. So stripes is your white button down? Yeah, stripes mm -hmm. are my white button down. Yeah, I think I have three uh, striped shirts that I love and that I wear all the time. And I like for my pieces to be able to last a long time. I have really high expectations for, for my wardrobe. Um, so I tend to want it to be something that uh, I don't have to replace again for a very long time, preferably. Mm -hmm. So the one that I really love right now is actually one that I got at Zara uh, a few years ago. And I love it. it. It's that material that sort of feels like silk, but it's not silk. It doesn't wrinkle the way that silk does. Mm -hmm. It doesn't breathe the way that silk does either, but it's um, it's an artificial material, but it, you can throw it in the wash. You can just hang dry it. It, it almost never wrinkles. Um, and it just drapes really nicely the way that silk does without having sort of the high maintenance feel of silk. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a black and white stripe. And I love striped shirts also because I tend to wear a lot of solids. So a striped shirt, I think, is just a way to kind of make my, my outfit pop a little bit more mm -hmm. um, that in a way that I, I can still feel safe in case anything gets spilled on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I would say the next item is the, um, the basic black dress. 
Uh, and I, for me, when I think in terms of that, again, I'm thinking of like a, my workhorse item. So mm-hmm. I don't think that a black dress necessarily literally has to be a little black dress for every woman. Uh, I was just recently at a, a conference with uh, a, lo- a, a lot of women and <clears throat> I see, I, it's something that I see a lot in general, actually that women feel very comfortable in black, so we tend to gravitate to black. Mm -hmm. But as we get older, black can be something that can really age us. And Mm -hmm. so if we're not careful about our makeup and our concealer and, you know, highlighter and all that kind of thing, that um, it can start to make our skin look kind of sallow and emphasize the bags under our eyes. So Mm -hmm. um, I have, like, one thing that I have is I tend to wear a lot of navy. So um, navy is one of my, the colors in my, in my, color wheel, I guess I would say. And it's something that, um, I can feel comfortable in whether or not I'm, you know, necessarily going out for something kind of more dressy, or if it's just something that I have a daytime meeting or Mm -hmm. something like that. Uh, it's going to be the dress that it, it shows that I'm a little bit more dressed up. I'm a little bit more put together, but at the same time, it can be something that I can throw on relatively easy. Uh, I'm sorry, easily, um, without yeah. having to worry too much about like my hair and my makeup and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It still gives off the, the, the point that I'm, you know, I'm putting something, I'm putting together a look and I'm trying to be a little more professional and, um, I'm taking this, um, this appointment or this meeting or whatever it is seriously, or I'm at church or whatever it is, but you know, I don't have a ton of time to invest in getting my makeup just right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, but I know, I think you have different thoughts on the little black yeah, dress. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm kind of literal about the little black dress. I I think that having an actual black dress um, that is, you know, whatever style you like in your closet is a great um, essential because uh, if you get invited to an event and, you know, it's a cocktail party or a dinner or, um, I don't know, a Christmas party and you don't necessarily have time to go get anything new or you don't have the money, a, 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 a black dress can be something that you really can dress up or dress down and you can add accessories to make it look more festive one way or the other. So, and I tend to think that black looks good on most people. I mean, I get what you're saying though about the makeup and, you know, it can kind of, um, drown people out a little bit and make them look a little pale if they're not wearing the right kind of makeup probably with that color. Um, But I think it's a good like go-to to to have um, just for that thing that comes up that you you don't know exactly what people are going to be wearing or what kind of atmosphere it's going to be because you can always wear a black dress. Well and I I think I would say I agree with you in that I think if it's an event dress, mm-hmm. and I do, I have, because um, for whatever reason, since we've moved down here, we've had a lot more events that we've had to go to. Um, but my event dress is a black dress. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very simple, but I wear it all the time because it it's just something that I feel really good in. And it's basic enough that, like, you wouldn't want your event dress to be a red dress. Right. Because then every time you wear it, people are going to remember it because it's such a statement dress. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, we're still at a a point in society. Well, you can't wear a red dress to a wedding, but you can wear a black dress 
to uh, any wedding. No, I don't think that's true. You I totally don't disagree. I don't think you can wear a black dress to a daytime wedding. I am very traditional that way. You should not wear black to a okay, daytime well, wedding. Well, if you were somewhere and you're like, shoot, I don't have anything to wear except this black dress or this red, red dress to this wedding. Gosh, yeah, I don't know. That is a quandary. That is a fashion quandary. I would always go with the, the black dress over the red. I would run out to my local Zara. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> something or I don't know wear pants or something I don't know that's a difficult one because the daytime I don't know I'm I'm kind of a stickler when it comes to stuff like that I feel like black is I don't know that that would be that would be a difficult one okay so this brings up an interesting question so someone was talking yesterday about do we have in southern California like like rules do we still go by the rules like no white after labor day no i don't think that's really a thing dumb rule yeah Yeah. i I mean i'm sorry if that's still a big deal (laughs) to you for any listener out there but no i think especially in southern california that's not a rule that we follow anymore but i would also say we're in pasadena and apparently we don't wear black to weddings yeah (laughs) well pasadena is a very i think traditional community you still have a lot of People who still, you know, I mean, we moved here. My kids took etiquette lessons. Like there's, you know, that's a thing here that people Mm -hmm. care about. And um, I like that. I kind of like the idea that we have sort of certain rules that Mm -hmm. um, kind of govern the politeness of society. Mm -hmm. And I mean, traditionally, the reason why you wouldn't wear black to a wedding is because black is a color of death. Right. And black is something that signifies the end. (laughs) So (laughs) to a wedding it can be... I mean, that was originally the thinking behind why you wouldn't wear it. Right. No, I get that. But you wouldn't wear red because you'd stand out probably more than the bride. Agree. I agree. I agree. You wouldn't want to wear red either unless it's sort of like a pale red like, or maybe like red dress with like sort of a floral motif all over the dress or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, if the only dresses you have in your closet are red and black... You should probably go shopping. Yeah. <laughs> or call us. Call us now. <laughs> um, so I think that's great. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. think we've covered it. Yeah, I think we've covered it. So um, I think what we really just wanted to um, portray in this podcast is just how important the basics are. Yeah. And even though sometimes they're not, they're not even as fun to shop for as like, you know, your statement tops or fun dresses or whatever, but they're so important to um, having a streamlined wardrobe that you can, in, in whatever size it is that you have, like, you know, whether you have a big closet or a small closet, in having a wardrobe that really works well for the everyday, mm-hmm. you need to have the basics. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. Um, and I mean, as you can tell, you're not always going to agree with everyone about what those basics are going to be, but mm-hmm. that's okay. You have to figure out for your color and your size and your budget what those basics are. But these are just some ideas that um, that we have come up with that we found important for our wardrobe. So we yeah. hope that you continue to listen and look for us on Instagram. We're going to put up some pictures in about a week of some ideas um, to give you a sense of, you know, what we mean by these different essentials that we've talked about here today. And we would love to get your feedback and, mm-hmm. um, any questions that you have, you can send them to us mm-hmm. at our Instagram account. And we look forward to hearing from you. And please, uh, let us know any topics that you would love to hear about. And, yes. um, we would love to hear your feedback and we'll look forward to the next episode. Yeah. Till next time. Goodbye. Bye.